Hello again, this is World Pastor Tony Alamo. This is program number 660. If you'd like to have a copy of it, Sharon will tell you how at the end of the program. Uh, specify, tell us whether you want a CD or an audio tape. They're both free, including postage and handling. I've got music, letters, and a powerful message from the Bible, from the Word of God which uh, the Antichrist is doing his best to make the Bible look obsolete. Uh, If they can make the Old Testament obsolete, then the fulfillment of the Old Testament. Old Testament tells us about creation, so the Antichrist doesn't want anybody to hear, so he has to downgrade the Old Testament. He doesn't want uh, you to know the 333 prophecies of the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ so you can substantiate that the Old Testament and the New Testament are one and that they're absolutely true. Jesus said, I didn't come to destroy the law. Uh, They want to (coughs) do away with the Old Testament because that's where the law is. And people are lawless today, and they love being lawless. And uh, I don't like being lawless. I like preaching the law of God. Because uh, and the whole word of God, because it's the power of God unto salvation, but only to those who believe. All right, uh, let's pray. Father, anoint the service, anoint this program, anoint me, anoint everybody involved with the program, and anoint people out in Radio Land that their mind can be open to the gospel, because it's the only power of God unto salvation. Again to only those who believe. Uh, Those that believe shall be saved. Those that doubt shall be damned into hell in the lake of fire. Lord, we uh, pray that you will, and all of us together pray that uh, Satan will be stopped. I see, Lord, that you are pouring out your wrath on this earth, here and there, earthquakes in China, uh, in um, all different areas here in the United States, in Missouri, uh, many places in the world. And, Lord, you do such a better job of terrorism than the supposed-to-be terrorists that it's not even funny. You um, you can uh, make an earthquake hit over 1,000, 2,000 miles in tornadoes and hurricanes to go for thousands of miles. And you can take down uh, a half a million, a million, 300,000 here, 400,000 over here and there. We see it all over the place, and it's not going to get any better. You promise us that you're going to destroy the people of this earth. One billion people soon will die at one time, just with one of your plagues. There are hundreds of millions of people that are dying of your plagues such as cancer, leukemia, uh, AIDS, and all the other plagues that you're pouring out on people. And they still refuse to repent. If they repented, you would uh, heal them. Oh, Father God. Uh, So they are deserving to spend eternity in the lake of fire. These uh, presidents and kings and the pope, they're having what they think is fun now, but they're really not having it because they're scared to death. They see you striking all over the world. 
and it's not going to get any better. Lord, show them. They think, well, it's hurricane season. I don't hear them saying Mother Nature anymore because I think I got that through their thick skulls and their fat hearts, the hearts made out of grease. Lord, do destroy the uh, powers of darkness. Rebuke Satan, bind him whatsoever is bound on earth shall be bound in heaven by you. Uh, and open up great and mighty doors for us. Send in everything that we need, all of our needs. Send it down, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus, that souls may be saved, souls may be preserved in Jesus' name, and everyone says amen. Amen. All right, here's Brother Fake Springman to sing of a miracle that happened in the Old Testament which uh, the uh, Antichrist spirit that has attached itself to so many souls today doesn't want you to believe. It's Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and one that looks like the Son of Man in the fiery furnace with them. All right, Fag Springman. From the land of Israel, Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, and they took a trip to the land of Babylon, Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, Nebuchadnezzar was the king of Babylon, Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, he took a lot of gold and he made an idol, Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego. And he told everybody when you hear the music of the cornet and the flute and the harp, you must fall down and worship the idol, Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego. But the children of Israel would not bow down. Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego couldn't fool them with a golden idol. Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego. I said you couldn't fool them with a golden idol. Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego. Chillin' in the fiery furnace, Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, he got the coals and the red-hot brimstone, Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, seven times hotter, hotter than it ought to be, Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, heard of the soldiers what the king had put down, Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego. But the Lord sent an angel with snowy white wings Down in the middle of the furnace Talking to the children about the power of the gospel Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego Well, it couldn't even burn the hair on the head of Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego 
laughing at her, talking while the fire was a jumping round. Ha ha ho! Beach like a bandico. Now old Nebuchadnezzar called Adolf when he saw the power of the Lord. And they had a big time in the house of Babylon. Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, Abednego. Praise the Lord, Craig Springman. A real good brother in the Lord. He's gone on to be with the Lord now. Sharon, do we have letters? Yes. Okay, What's the, where's the first one from? From Atakpame, Togo, Africa. Okay, let's hear it. Translated from French. May the peace and goodness of the Almighty and the anointing of the Holy Spirit rest upon you in the name of Jesus Christ. I have used the literature you sent me very much. Seeing the title of one of the tracts, Les Secret du Pope, all the men of God and the congregation want to read it to see the hidden secrets. After much reading, they approached me to understand it better, especially the Catholics. Another evangelist colleague who read it understood part of the area that is dominated by the Catholics and animism. I've continued with the rest of the revival tours and evangelism. The whole world needs the truth, especially me. I want to know more about this hidden Catholicism. May the Lord reveal more to you. Please send me more of the literature in French and more cassette tapes to continue the work. The Lord bless you, your servant, Moise Fong Beji, from Togo, Africa. Okay. You know, you can study Catholicism all your life. And uh, it's like Martin Luther, not Martin Luther King, but Martin Luther, the head of the Lutheran Church. Uh, he was a Catholic, and then he went to, he wanted to visit the Pope in Rome from Germany. He went there, and he was just very appalled at what he saw. He said, the people in the Vatican are uh, devils. That's like a sewer of corruption. But uh, the Lutherans have uh, continued to join in with the Catholics. You know, the Baptists, they love a religion where you never go to hell. And it's like <clears throat> this other group of people that go knocking on doors. They say that there is no hell. Oh, if there wasn't any hell, well, then why would I be suffering the things that I've been suffering all ever since I've been saved? Why is Satan uh, trying to discourage people so hard about uh, these things? Uh, I know there's a hell because the Bible says so. God said so. And I know there's a hell because that's how I got saved, is the Lord talking to me in an office. Then after that, he showed me uh, the sufferings in hell, and he also showed me heaven. And uh, I knew what he was saying to me. He is a very articulate God. And it doesn't make any difference what a bunch of um, gutter snipes. And that, that is a compliment to these people. But they say that the Old Testament is over with. Uh, when you hear people saying that, you know you're hearing from a devil. There's no question about it. That's a devil spirit talking right out of their mouth. And, of course, the Lord may... Uh, if we pray for them, and might cast the devil out. But some of them get worse. 
you don't even get, need to get near to them because they're so possessed with the devil. So this is just um, uh, the human um, societies all over the world. Uh, they need to be enlightened to the real word of God, the magnificent and unequaled uh, remains of uh, Egypt, Babylon, Assyria, Palestine, and Persia have um, from time to time been visited and explored. And it has been uh, amidst these fallen mountains and monuments of human grandeur that the adventurers and enlightened traveler uh, has found himself amply rewarded for his laborious and hazardous undertaking. Uh, for amidst these wrecks of human greatness, he has succeeded in gathering together ample evidence in confirmation of many of the most important truths ever recorded in sacred history. It's like uh, in Egypt, in Babylon, all these places, Fag was just singing about a little bit of the history of the Babylonian Empire. Now, the Babylonian Empire is now Iraq, Iran, but mystery Babylon is quite different than that. It happens to be Rome, Rome, Italy, where these uh, satanic people uh, are living, and any people are living in a place where the Lord said is Satan's seat. Profane histories have indeed conveyed down to some account of um, these kingdoms and of the mighty monarchs who during a long succession of time ruled over them. But the events which they related are evidently so mixed up with the exaggeration and so adulterated with fable that however celebrated the authors might have been and however fascinating may be the style of their compositions. The people today that claim to be religious Many of them are doing everything in their power to make their religious, but they're religiously wrong. The Pharisees were religious, and the people, the Sadducees were religious. The scribes were religious, but they had no love of God in them. They were not saved. They weren't born again in the Spirit. So there are many books that... Uh, a man from the Vatican put together, he put together the Bible from the sacred writings, but he left many of them out, and one of them was the book of Jasher. Now, the book of Jasher tells us many things. This is historical. 
he tells us, and the people don't want, the people of this earth that are of the devil don't want people to hear it. Jasher chapter 24, verse 40 states, uh, the young, and this tells us what's right and what's wrong, the word of God, the Old Testament. The young woman was of a very comely appearance. She was a virgin, and Rebecca was uh, 10 years old in those days when she was married uh, to her husband, Isaac. And Isaac was 40 years old. She was 10, he was 40, when he took Rebecca, the daughter of his uncle. The first scripture is Jasher 24.40 and Jasher 24.45. Same chapter tells that her husband was older. Now, in the Webster's Dictionary, when we're trying to find out what monogamy is, and it says, monogamy, colon, the practice of marrying only one during a lifetime. Just one. Can't be married twice because the Lord condemns divorce. That's why I say that, and it was uh, echoed from me, in USA Today, just yesterday, in the yesterday's paper, which was May the what? 12th. May 12th, 2008, that um, just about everybody is uh, not monogamous. I mean, they practice serial polygamy. They marry and divorce and marry and divorce. So most of you people out there are polygamists. But you shrug the duty of uh, supporting your wife and children. So that makes you evil polygamists. The thing that the Lord hates is divorce. When he's talking in the New Testament about um, divorce, it's what he's condemning, not marriage. And he tells that this is evil to divorce a woman and put her out and then replace her with another woman. That's evil. Now, if you are legality according to the Bible, and uh, I understand that they've made a law now for those that are promoting polygamy. I'm not promoting it. I'm telling you in the eyes of God that it's legal. And I'm suggesting to people that you don't become a polygamist in this society unless God himself, uh, through the Holy Spirit, tells you to do so or else he'll kill you. Disobedience to God's word is sin. It's like witchcraft. All right. Okay, so we uh, like to keep this going because so many people uh, think that they know the Bible better than God. Moses had three wives. Exodus chapter 2, verse 21, Numbers 12, verse 1, and Judges chapter 4, verse 11. And the uh, angel of the Lord contended about the body of Moses. That's Jude 9. Now, these are the greatest people in the Bible, some of these people. Rebecca, 10 years old, had these uh, two, had these twins at age 30. And her husband would be 60, right? 
So we've been baptized into Jesus' death. We don't, we learn now not to argue with the scriptures. And we know better than to renounce the Old Testament because it explains to us so many different things. So many of the other books of the Bible, such as Jasher and the first, second, and third Enoch, and um, there's just a whole host, the book of Noah, the book of Adam and Eve, the book of Seth, Noah preserved these books on the ark. Do we have another letter? Yes. Okay, let's, where is it from? Akragana, Africa. All right. Dear in Christ, Calvary greetings to you in the name of our guide, our Lord Jesus Christ. Well, my name is Pastor B. Abdulia, and God has found me some congregations to shepherd in this Afan Corps here in Accra. Idol worshippers are mostly here, so it is very difficult to win many souls. But through strong prayer, God has been faithful, and now this ministry is growing very strong. We are a very strong evangelistic ministry with many branches here in this country. And now most people here in this town have a strong desire to study the Word of God. So as we brought the good news here, God has been faithful that many souls have been won unto the glory of his name and into the four branches that we have planted around this town. And by God's grace, we are growing bigger and bigger. It is now estimated that five to ten people are added to this ministry every Sunday because there are only two religions here, e.g. Islam and traditional religion. So God, in his own powerful way, is helping us to win all the lost souls everywhere, in the schools, prisons, hospitals, preaching the message to them, the message of salvation provided by the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ's way of providing salvation, gathering all the saints till the Christ's second coming. Sending the gospel to such areas needs a huge demand for Christian materials, like holy Bibles and other gospel textbooks, which teaches the way of salvation and the blessing that follows when you obey God's commands. But most of our members here don't have their personal holy Bibles to read. Also, we've been thankful to God for the qualitative holy Bibles, books, etc., which you sent to other ministries, which have touched many souls for Christ. How kind you are to people who are promoting the teaching of the gospel. Yes, but I am not kind to people that are against the gospel. And rightly so. Either is the Lord. And the Lord is pouring out his wrath on those that belong to false religions. Just look at these lands that have tsunamis and these earthquakes. Buddhists, Muslims. And you think that um, terrorists are frightening? Just look at God who can uh, send earthquakes for 1,000 miles. There isn't uh, 10 atomic bombs or more than that, maybe 100, that can do the damage that God can do in just about two or three to five minutes. He uh, will do earthquakes and hurricanes uh, that go clear from the uh, north or from the the north clear to the east, uh, from the south to the west. And he's doing that right now. How this is, uh, there's more uh, tornadoes now in the month of uh, May than there has been in three months in history. And I told you that it's going to get worse. And the same day, here's uh, China has this massive 
earthquake and they suspect that there's hundreds of thousands of people killed. Uh, and then the Vatican is worried about population control and the Vatican's beast government is worried about uh, birth control. Pretty soon there won't be anybody because they're murdering all the little babies and they think that uh, they are going to get into heaven. They know full well they're going to hell and they're full of wrath and they're doing everything in their power to cause you to not go to heaven. They're doing everything in their power to make you believe the Old Testament. And if they can make you believe that, the Old Testament is very uh, essential because it tells us all about our conduct, what we're supposed to do. And it tells us how Jesus would come into the world. Uh, in the book of Isaiah, 53rd chapter, it says, Who has believed our report and to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? For he shall spring out, this Messiah, out, uh, as a root out of a dry ground. And it tells later on that he's going to die for the sins of the world, that he'll be crucified, uh, that he'll have, uh, the Bible tells us that he'll have nail-pierced hands and feet, that he'll be pierced in the side, sold for 30 pieces of silver. And so many other um, scriptures that talks about his lineage right all the way from Adam to the time of Mary and Joseph and that he be begotten by the Holy Spirit and that Emmanuel be, would be coming to earth that means God with us that he'd come in the flesh and he has so we need the Old Testament it's just um you're just destroying yourself, cheating yourself very much if you don't uh, honor the Old Testament. Okay, continue on. So I would like your ministry to support us with three boxes of Bibles, more newsletters for distribution to the lost souls, so that each individual will have his own personal newsletter and Holy Bible to read and have a daily devotion with God. I am a pastor whose aim and desire is based on evangelism, and also it is my hope to make sure that every co-member gets his own personal Holy Bible to read. The request now is overwhelming. That is why I am counting on your ministry for support to us to expand the work of the kingdom of God. Hope our request will be granted. God richly bless you all in the body of Christ. Amen. Yours in Christ, Reverend B. Abdulia from Ghana, Africa. That's why we must read the Old Testament and the New as well, because it tells us that for when we see people that want to serve the Lord, we're to support them. And that's what we do. And so few people uh, have a generous spirit. And you need to pray for that, because uh, if you sow abundantly to others, the Lord will bless you abundantly. Just like if you're a farmer and you're living out on the farm and then you just sow a handful of seeds, that's all that's going to come up. But if you sow fields and fields full of seed, you're going to have a big crop. Well, we're just not, uh, you know, that desirous of having a lot and so on and so forth. Well, but the Lord wants you to be a person that loves abundance to that you sow his word abundantly so that you'll receive an abundance of souls, that you'll win an abundance of souls. If you're not interested in um, 
being in God's farm, in other words, sowing so many seeds that many people will be saved and be part of God's uh, bride, the bride of Christ. You will not be at the marriage supper of the Lamb because you are like the person that got one talent and you really didn't uh, multiply it. You didn't sow it. Therefore, you don't have uh, any blessing. The Lord will send your soul to hell because he gave you the talent. He gives you the Bible to tell you that these are the things that he wants. Then you don't do it. And therefore, you're disobedient. And disobedience is the same as witchcraft. And that's why these people are taking the literature that is known, that God has given me, that is well known for winning millions of souls. And they're even if they can't preach, they can certainly distribute literature. You could as well. But uh, you're in the valley of decision. Uh, whether you should be saved or go to heaven or go to hell or if the word of God is true or not. If you don't believe that the word of God is true, then you're a doubter. And the doubters are damned. All right, we're back in the 15th chapter of Romans. Very powerful book written by the Holy Spirit through the Apostle Paul. Verse 13, now the God of hope. And God wants you to be full of hope. And how could you have hope if you didn't know the Old Testament? Because the Old Testament tells you of what's going to happen. And then in the New Testament, it happened. And that should fill you full of faith and hope. Now the God of hope fill you with all joy. Why would that person have all? If you don't have all joy... Well, it's because you're not saved, because you don't believe, because you don't have any hope. If you don't have any hope, you don't have any joy. You don't have any peace with God in believing. You have a lot of peace with God if you believe, and you have a lot of blessings. That ye may abound in hope. See, the Lord wants you to be abundant, have abundance I always tell a lot of storekeepers that don't have full sizes of clothing. I say, you can't sell out of an empty basket. You must have the horn of plenty in your store so that it shows that uh, you've got confidence in that these things will sell. If you've got a store, why have a store that isn't popular, that doesn't have the things that people want? And um, uh, how are you going to win a lot of souls or abound? in hope because you win so many souls unless you're uh, armed to the teeth, armed and armored to the teeth with God's word of God, armed and armored. And when you are, you can be abundant because it's the word of God that wins souls um, through the power of the Holy Spirit. Now, the Holy Spirit gives power to those that believe, only those that believe. If you're bummed out, if you're depressed, it's because you don't believe. You say, well, how can we believe? Uh, by You can believe by reading and seeking the Word of God and then doing what he says, because 
When you do what he says, he'll do what he says. If you do nothing, he'll do nothing. You'll think that he's got you on hold on the telephone up there. Verse 14. And I myself, Paul, also am persuaded of you. My brethren, that ye also are full of goodness. And what is good? God is the only one that's good. He, God, is good. God is love, but he's also a God of wrath. You can see that in the world today. Just read the newspaper. Look at the uh, the news and see how he is uh, full of wrath. He doesn't want you people any longer to have uh, hope in the things that you're doing because there's no hope in the things that you're doing. And you've gone crazy and you think it's fun to go crazy and go to clubs where they're just singing the same, uh, the same notes over and over again and just a giggling and a wiggling. And you think that God is a, um, filled with love for you. But the Lord wants of you something, brethren, that you also are full of goodness that's god not nightclubs not sports not pornography not sex but filled with goodness the word of god filled with all knowledge of god able also to admonish one another well i don't want to admonish anyone if i go to a singles bar and i'm in there and i want to score I don't want uh, her to admonish me, you know, that I'm not going to because this is sin. I want to go with somebody, and I'm not going to admonish her because I want to go to bed with her tonight. But for Christians of goodness, filled with all knowledge of God, what's all the knowledge that? If you sin, you're going to spend eternity in hell. And then he tells you what sin is, fornication. Uh, cruising at nighttime clubs until you score, so to speak. Don't forget, I was in the world also for 30 years before I was saved. I got into the ministry at the same age that Jesus did. He was in the ministry for three and a half years. I've been in the ministry for almost 44 years. Uh, and so he wants you filled with all knowledge so that you're able to admonish one another. Some uh, prostitute uh, or some bar hound that comes out on the street when I'm walking down the street and tries to say something, I say, look, don't you know what you're doing will send your soul to hell? Uh, let me tell you about the Lord. And that's admonishment. Verse 15. And if you don't do that, well, then the Lord is going to know that you're not serious with him. That you don't have any knowledge. There's no goodness in you. It's like you want to help the young lady along going to hell. Because that's all on a lot of the females' minds in the world today. And also, mainly females, uh, is sex. That's all they think about. That's why they spend so much money on lipstick and these low-cut shirts and 
uh, mini skirts and all these things. They're uh, trashy, but the Lord wants them to get saved so that they can be filled with knowledge and goodness. Um, goodness and knowledge, knowledge and goodness. Able to admonish one another. But how is anybody that's that kind of a person going to admonish anyone to become saved of the Lord? There's so many people that call themselves Christians that don't pay any attention to anything that the Lord says. And they're wasting their time. One thing before I was uh, saved, I didn't believe. I didn't believe at all, and therefore I just did whatever I wanted to do. There's no God, there's no devil, there's no heaven, there's no hell. When I'm dead, just throw me in a ditch someplace, dig a hole with a back uh, back hoe, and just throw me in there and forget about it. I didn't know anything before I was born. It is for sure I'm not going to know anything after I'm dead. And then the Lord, uh, years later, when I was 30 years old, um, crashed down on me in an uh, attorney's office in Beverly Hills. The attorney wanted to invest in a, And I wasn't looking for an investment, but he just wanted because he thought it was fun, the promotion that I was doing on this singer. And so he called me over, and I brought all the entourage with me, and the Lord shut my ears off and came down upon me and let me know that he really is alive. He's the living God. And uh, ever since then, I've wanted to do everything to please him. And therefore, I sought wisdom and knowledge and understanding. And by doing so, I was filled with uh, goodness. And uh, now I'm able to admonish you, the president, the pope, and everybody on earth, because the word of God is king. He's His word, he, God, the word, is king of kings and lord of lords. So I'm sitting uh, in a spot of rulership. The Lord wants his people to begin ruling the world again and to not let Satan take that rulership away from you like he did Adam and Eve. And so if you do it, well, then you're going to be judged by the law because the soul, the law says the soul that sins shall surely die. Verse 15. Nevertheless, brethren, I have written the more boldly unto you in some sort as putting you in mind. I want you to remember this. Put this in your mind now. Be cause of the power that is given to me of God. Verse 16 that I should be the minister of Jesus Christ to the Gentiles. The Lord will not let me be the apostle to the Jews, but to the Gentiles. He, God has used me to make the Jews jealous by preaching to Gentiles. When I was in Greece and I was on a ship uh, going somewhere, I can't even remember now, uh, the uh, Greek secret service was on the boat. And we got into a conversation about the Lord. And he says, we Greeks love the apostle Paul because he preached to us. 
we don't like the other apostles because they were only preaching to the Jews, but they were doing what the Lord wanted them to do. So they loved Paul because he preached the gospel to the Goim, uh, the Gentiles. Ministering the gospel of God that the offer, uh, offering up of the Gentiles might be acceptable, being sanctified by the Holy Spirit. Well, I offered a prayer for the Gentiles uh, that the offering up of the Gentiles. Oh, Father God, let me win these Gentiles to the Lord here in Rome, over here in Greece, that the Gentiles might be acceptable to you, Father. Let them receive you into their hearts being sanctified by the Holy Spirit. Well, if they believe the gospel and sanctify themselves, if they discipline themselves to be disciplined by the Holy Spirit, well, then the offering up of the Gentiles will be acceptable. They'll be acceptable then. But it doesn't make any difference if you preach to a Gentile or a Jew, and they believe some of it but not all of it, that's not acceptable to the Lord. Either the whole word of God is God or it's not. You have to make a choice. The word of God is instruction for those that are ignorant. Verse 17. I have therefore whereof I may glory through Jesus Christ in those things which pertain to God. I glory that God gave me this ministry, the Apostle Paul is saying. This uh, ministry to the Gentiles. I have therefore whereof I may glory. But only through Jesus Christ. Because it isn't I that's doing it, it's Christ in me. When I would say, Paul is saying, that I died and Christ took over my entire corpse. Uh, he came into my cadaver. I died. I'm a cadaver now, a corpse, but I'm still alive because Jesus is in me uh, doing his work, Jesus Christ, in those things which pertain to God, the things that pertain to the Holy Spirit. God is the Spirit. And those that worship him must worship him with their spirit. And in truth, in the word, the word is truth. The word is Jesus. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Verse 18, for I will not dare to speak of uh, those things which Christ has not wrought by me. Well, I'm just telling you folks what Christ did through me. To make the Gentiles obedient by word and deed. I'm telling the Gentiles the same thing that Peter is telling the Jews. Here's the word of God. You must be obedient to it. You can't preach any other word like these devils today are doing that claim to be ministers. To make the Gentiles obedient by word and to do the deeds, the things that the Lord says to do. Verse 19. 
through mighty signs and wonders by the power of the Spirit of God, so that from Jerusalem and round about unto Illyricum, I have fully preached the gospel of Christ. I didn't just preach part of it, or, you know, because of the fact some drunks don't want to hear that no drunkard shall enter the kingdom of heaven. And fornicators, no, we don't want you to talk about fornication. Whoremongers, we don't want you to talk about that, that they go to hell. Lesbians and homosexuals, we don't want to hear that. We'll pay the lobbyists in Washington, D.C., the homosexuals say, that you will build our uh, cause up to the stars. Now, we're going to pay you some big money, and by God, you better do it, or we'll come and kill you, is what the homosexuals say. We're spending good money on you. And so now uh, the homosexual lobbyists in Washington, D.C. are one of the strongest lobbying group around. Verse 20, yea, so have I strived to preach the gospel, not where Christ was uh, named, lest I should build upon another man's foundation. All these uh, satanic preachers will say, well, we've named the name of Jesus. Why are you preaching in our area, Tony? Well, because you're not really preaching Jesus. You're preaching a partial gospel, and you're preaching a lot of nonsense, and you're not telling people that these plagues are upon them from the Lord. You let them say it's Mother Nature. You let them say that it's just a natural disaster. When in reality, the Bible says that these are the very things that would be happening in the last days just before Jesus comes back to earth. He's going to pour out his plagues on the earth. And so, therefore, I have to straighten the thinking of your congregations everywhere. Yea, so I have strived to preach the gospel, not for Christ was prayed, named, lest I should build upon another man's foundation. Well, I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not even concerned about a man's foundation. I'm concerned about the foundation of God. Verse 21, but as it is written, to whom he was not spoken of, they shall see, and they that have not heard shall understand. And that's what the Lord told me. He says, uh, the Lord likes the way I preach and teach, and he likes me as well. He likes the things that I do. He said, you know the word of God. You know my word. Now go out and preach it. Because I had so many times heard from Sue, don't, you're too brutally honest. Uh, you, uh, I mean, you can't do it. Just don't do that. Or wait until I'm dead. But as it is written, to whom he was not spoken of, they shall see. But that's only if a preacher comes and tells them. And they that have not heard shall understand. Why? Because he said that he fully preached the gospel. And that's what I do. The gospel to me is truth. All right? So the Old Testament is true, and the New Testament is truth. 
And you're a devil if you say the Old Testament is over with now. And you know you're a devil. You're just saying that because you don't have any understanding or knowledge. Uh, you don't at all. But I have been uh, highly called by God in supernatural visions, his speaking to me, his appearing to me. I've seen heaven, and I have seen uh, the uh, the way that people are mourning in hell. I asked God, don't let me see it. And he allowed me to not see it, but he showed me how they're screaming down there saying, Oh, my God, it's forever. It is true. There is hell. I'm telling you these things now so that you don't wind up to be one of them that are saying the same thing. And they that have not heard shall understand. I hope you understand, because I have seen and I have heard. Verse 22, for which cause also I have been much hindered from coming to you. Verse 23, But now, having no more place in these parts, and having a great desire these many years to come unto you. Verse 24, uh, Whensoever I take my journey into Spain, I will come to you. For I trust to see you in my journey and to be brought on my way thitherward by you. If first I be somewhat filled with your company. Verse 25. But now I go unto Jerusalem to minister unto the saints. I'm going there because I'm the apostle of the apostles. I'm going there to bring them up to speed because I'm constantly before the Lord. I've sinned much and therefore I owe God much. Verse 26. For it has pleased them of Macedonia and Achaia to make a certain contribution for the poor saints which are at Jerusalem. Verse 27, It hath pleased them verily, and their debtors they are, for it, if the Gentiles have been made partakers of their spiritual things, their duty then is also to minister or contribute unto them in carnal things. Give tithes and offerings, verse 28. When therefore I have performed this and uh, have sealed to them this, this fruit, I will come by you into Spain. Verse 29. And I am sure that when I come unto you, I shall come in the fullness of the blessing of the gospel of Christ. And I see my time is up right now. Hopefully you've gained some understanding. You've become more wise, more blessed. 
Now, did you find that scripture? Yes. Okay, read it, please. Isaiah chapter 4, verse 1. And in that day, seven women shall take hold of one man, saying, We will eat our own bread and wear our own apparel. Only let us be called by thy name to take away our reproach. Right. Uh, because there's around ten women to every man, and they want to have some surname. All right? Yeah, this is in the Bible. And so this only adds unto what the things that I've been telling you. Now it's time. You don't want to believe that? Well, then you don't believe the gospel, and therefore you're not saved. Don't call yourself a Christian if you don't believe those things. They're in the Bible. Now those of you that believe, you shall be saved. So say this prayer. Say, my Lord and my God, have mercy upon my soul, a sinner. I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of the living God, and I believe that he died on the cross and shed his precious blood for the forgiveness of all my former filthy sins. And I believe that you, Father God, raised Jesus from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit. I open the door of my heart, and I invite you into my heart, Lord Jesus. Wash all of my former filthy sins away in the precious blood that you shed for me. You will not turn me away, Lord Jesus. You will save my soul, I know, because your word says so. Your word says that you'll turn no one away. All who call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Therefore, I know that you have heard me, and I know that you have answered me, and I know that I'm saved. And I thank and praise your holy name, Jesus, for saving my soul. Now, uh, Sharon, tell everyone how to receive a free copy of this program, number 660. Please tell us whether you want a CD or an audio tape. They're free, including postage and handling. Go to alamoministries.com or write to Tony Alamo Christian Ministries, P.O. Box 6467, Texarkana, Texas 75505, or call area code 479-782-7370. That's 479-782-7370, or fax to area code 479-782-7406. All right, uh, this is uh, World Pastor Tony Lama saying tune in tomorrow for another powerful message of how to the straight and narrow way is into the kingdom of heaven. And here's Peg Springman again to sing for you, Right on, King Jesus. We cannot stop. We're in Jesus, and we must ride on as well.
Oh, my. 